Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Welcome to the last ten minutes. Welcome. Once again. Once again. I'm uh, I'm Will. I am Sean. Hi Sean. Hi Will. How are you? I'm ve- I'm good. I uh, I did Pilates yesterday. Mm. Um, I uh, thought you did yoga yesterday. No, that was the day before, mate. Oh. Uh, I learned a lot about balance. Your core strength. Isn't we are it? we are Pilates people, Sean. Do you think? Well, that's what she kept saying. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were uh, saying we were Pilates. You and I. No, probably not. Um, uh, what about you? How are you? I'm not very flexible. Oh no, <laughs> I mean like just generally. I mean, I was terms... once, but uh, recently have got very stiff. Great. Um, so last time we uh, <laughs> last time we watched the Shawshank Redemption. That's right. And uh, since then, I've re I've watched the whole film, not just the last ten minutes. Yeah. And uh, a really interesting thing that I noticed about that film. It's amazing. It's great. It's it? such a good film. Yeah, it's uh, really good. It's so beautiful and lovely and weird and quirky and amazing. Yep. And it, oh God, like I really enjoyed it. And th- there was something that you said in the, in the last podcast. You were like, Andy Dufresne did it. You were like, it's very clear from mm. the start that he did it. But he didn't. Yeah. You like saved that reveal for me, which yeah, was really yeah. good. So that reveal was saved. It was good. But I felt like actually watching it, I, it wasn't spoiled at all. It was a really good example of just like... Yeah. Because, I mean, whenever you watch a film that's set in a prison, something, like, they got to leave, otherwise there's no... Like, that's how story structure works. Subconsciously, I think you know that that's going to happen. And I just enjoyed the rhythm and the building of it. And, like, the characters are beautiful. And Brooks... Characters are really oh. well um, built. Like, yeah. they take a long time to kind of develop the characters. Yeah, man. That's, that's really I, nice. I will say I do, I do f- regret a little bit the flippancy with which I joked about Brooks. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh yeah, isn't it funny? Oh, David Shawshank. And it's like, you know, it's quite a sad thing about... Yeah, but you weren't, to know. you weren't no, to know. No, no, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. Speaking of which... Cool. That's, that's Shawshank. <laughs> but... Um, yeah. Today, we are talking about the film Big Fish. Big Fish. So, Sean, have mm. you seen Big Fish? I haven't. I've never seen Big Fish. Interesting. Why not? Uh, I have... Do you know what? I didn't really know about it until right. maybe like three, four years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's 2003, I think it was. Uh, yeah. I d- yeah. I, like, I've, I've seen the cover of it and I know, oh, that's a film that people talk about, but I've never do known. You, do you remember the, the poster? What's on the poster? It's like a tree, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. it's like a tree. So I know that much. I know that it's Great. a tree. I know that the writing is sort of a little bit uh, I don't know, like quirky, kind of tree-like, I think. Yeah. So I thought uh, you meant like the writing of the script is a bit oh, tree-like. No, no, no. I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> there are lots of trees. Yeah, yeah. it was written by an ent. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so could if, like, without any knowledge, can you give me anything of what the film's about? Um, the only thing I know that I've come to know in the last kind of week is that Danny DeVito is in it. <laughs> and the reason I know that is because I've been watching It's Always Sunny, Oh, and okay, he's yeah. in that, and I was IDM, IMDBing him, okay. and he is in that film. Yeah. So I pro- I know from that that it's probably, it's a cult film, I think. Right. And it's quite famous, and I think Danny DeVito's good, because he's good in most films. He's very good at, at kind of embodying characters. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, good. I, I really don't know anything else <laughs> if about you, If him. you had to guess why it's called Big Fish... I would I, I I wouldn't I don't think there's a fish in it. <laughs> I think 
I, I've got this feeling that there's not a fish, okay. and it's it's about a guy who is a big fish in a profession that he does or in a world that he works in. What profession? If you had to uh, take a, take a I shot think, in the dark, I think he works in show business, <laughs> and he's a big fish in show business, <laughs> and. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, I don't know, like, because it, obviously, if it's a cult film, it's probably a bit sort of out off the wall. Mm. So I don't think it, I don't think it's probably as linear as being a, a show, a uh, being a film about show business in the. In, I you can tell that I really don't know anything about this film. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's so acutely obvious you haven't seen this film. It's great. I hope everyone who has seen the film is enjoying <laughs> Sean's guesswork as much as uh, I am. But that, that is it. I just know Danny DeVito, I know that it's called Big Fish. I don't think it's about a fish. It was written by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, and it's got a tree on the front. Okay, cool. Well, I think it's probably time we watch the last 10 minutes, right? Yeah, let's do it. Dad. Let's get out of here. I say, Dad, you're in no condition. Get that wheelchair. What the fuck? <laughs> that guy's massive! <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Farewell, adieu. That was my father's final joke, I guess. The man tells his stories so many times that he becomes the stories. There is a fish. Yeah, there is. There's very much a fish. Well, I I feel like it's a film. I mean, I was already welling up, so <laughs> I feel like it's a very emotional film. Yeah. I got a lot from the last ten minutes. So, can you tell me what happened in that film, please, Sean? Um, give me the give me the synopsis. You know. Okay, so I think it's about a guy who um, is called. Jeremy. It's about Jeremy. And he uh, he he is a loved man. Everyone loves him. He does so many things in his life. And obviously he is he's lived a, a pretty much a whole I would say century. So he's met a lot of people, he's done a lot of things. He's obviously met some people that are from a different either world or like there was a giant and there was also a really small man um so maybe he was in the circus but then he there were some soldiers there as well so maybe he fought in the second world war or something and there were loads of cheerleaders so maybe like something happened basically i think it's a it's a story about a man's life who changed a lot of other people's lives um and he loved to tell jokes. He loved to tell stories and jokes. And people got a bit annoyed after a while. Like it was a bit like, "Come on, Jeremy, stop, <laughs> Jezza, stop being annoying." From nineteen oh five to two thousand and five, he literally told jokes every day. And who you do know, you think got most annoyed at that? Pro- not not the tall guy. Because he seems like he's quite... He likes a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was probably... Um, probably his family. Any, it, anyone in particular in his the, family? The, the, 
the guy who was with him in his dev- deathbed, his son, I think. His son. Yeah. yeah, I think his son got super annoyed. And at one point was horrible. Beyond belief was horrible to him. What's his son's name? John. John. Um, and John said something really horrible at one stage that that Jeremy never forgot and never really could get over. And um, so Jeremy had to move. Because they were all living together. And Jeremy had to move out. Got too much. Jeremy or John? No, Jeremy. Jeremy. The dad moved out. The dad moved out, yeah. Jeez. Uh, But obviously at some stage in his life, he was a fish. (laughs) (laughs) So, because when they put him in the water at the end, they said, you became what you always were, a big fish. Um, A very big fish. A very big fish. So his spirit animal is a fish. And it's one of those whisker fish, catfish, I think. I think we're going to go with whisker fish, because I enjoy fish. that more. Okay. He's a whisker He's fish. He's a whisker fish. So maybe he, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe like, I mean, it's Tim Burton, so it could get weird. Maybe he started off as a fish and became a man, and as a fish, and there were, there were no fish at his funeral, so I, <laughs> so I don't think he affected any fish. Um, but... He obviously. What was really sweet about it is he obviously lived on in everyone. Like his, his son's kids were telling the story about the giant, mm-hmm. and the bit that touched me the most was the bit in silence where everyone was just laughing at his funeral. Yeah, telling stories. That really got to me, and uh, that was really nice. I really want to watch it. I think. Um, <laughs> I think it's a film. And Danny DeVito's face. I love Danny DeVito's face. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you some questions. Great. Okay, Shawnee baby. So, in today's questions, um, you're going to be scored. Hmm. So, if you get it very accurate, if you're absolutely on the money, or close to the money, or the money's nearby, you get five points. Um, if you're completely off, there's no money anywhere. Zero points. So I'm going to be tallying it up and I'll give you a score at the end. No competition. Okay. It's competition. You better do well. I'll do my best. Ewan McGregor, who does he play in the film? <laughs> he, would, he plays the best friend of Jeremy. He is Jeremy's best friend. He's Jeremy. Uh, Ewan McGregor is young Jeremy. Okay. First of all, um, his second name is something to do with flowers. Fleur? Yeah. Great. Uh, so Jeremy Fleur. Um, he, uh, so when he's a kid, the first thing magical that happens to Jeremy Fleur is he goes to see a witch um, with a bunch of his mates. Why are they going to see the witch? There's something about her that they, they're quite intrigued by. She can turn people into animals. Like, whatever animal you love the most. So I really like polar bears. If I went there, I would become a polar bear. So... Is this how uh, Jeremy Fleur became a fish? I think so, yeah. Okay, so he became a fish. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and then obviously the, the, the kind of... I'm doing this from memory, so I, I like it. Yeah. It might be a bit jumbled. Okay, so apologies fine. if anyone's out there going, yeah. um, that's actually not what's happened next in Big Fish. Mm, but uh, to be honest, you're the one who's meant to know about the film, aren't you? Yeah, okay. So, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sean. Sorry, I'll, I'll try better. So he's seen the witch. He grows up a little bit. And he's he's like a local hero. So he does loads of stuff around the, the town. Yeah. Um, so he's like... He's like uh, saving cats from fires and stuff. Okay. Um, and he also has a, a business there. Uh, is he, does he work as a salesman or something? 
Later on in the film, he works as a salesman, Sean. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then he's like, this town ain't big enough for the one of me. And then this stranger comes to town. Right. What's particularly interesting about this stranger, Sean? He's a giant. He is a giant! Yes! yes. Um, he's eating th- sheep and stuff. What? Yeah. Wow. So uh, everyone's like, what are we going to do in the- America? What are we going to do so in this So they're scared town? of the giant? Yeah. Uh... He's eating sheep, man. That's, that's pretty bad. But there's one person who's not scared of the giant. Danny DeVito. Jeremy Flesh. Jeremy Flesh. Jeremy Flesh. Uh, Danny DeVito, leave him out of it. <laughs> I just love him so much. <laughs> okay, so he's like... Um, I feel like Danny DeVito's going to be like Forrest Gump again. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up, but this film is just like Forrest Gump. Uh, so he, he meets this giant. Yeah. And how does he get the giant to stop eating everybody? He becomes friends with the giant mm. and tells the giant that instead of eating sheep, he can eat fish. <laughs> yeah, and he's a fish as well, right? Oh, right. So he, he says, you can eat me <laughs> instead of the sheep. Okay, yeah. And um, the giant says, yeah, great. What's the giant's name? Bob. Bob? Close. Uh, so then he's like... Obviously, they, they end up going on an adventure together. They walk down a road. They get to a fork in the road. What does he find in the woods? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> no! Okay. Uh, the twins. The twins. No. No, he doesn't find the twins. Uh, his wife. <laughs> no. Okay. So he finds... Trees. Trees. Yeah, definitely. Yes, trees. I mean, that's, that's yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, as you know, he finds a town which is called... Kind of like ghost, similar word. Phantom. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of like th- that, and he, he arrives there. What's weird about this town? Uh, there are no ghosts. What do they do with people's shoes in this town? Oh, um, this film is great. Uh, they eat the shoes. Yeah. So the giant thinks, "Well, I could live here." Uh, to, uh, and Steve Buscemi's there. His name is Gregory. Brilliant. And um, why do they eat the shoes? Because it's. Um, the leather is good for their stomachs. Nice. It lines their stomachs. Like so Gregory, Steve Buscemi, yeah. he's a poet. Mm-hmm. He's been working on the, a poem for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's three lines long. It, it's about the town. Mm-hmm. Can you have a guess at what that poem is? The town with the leather shoes. Be wary of the booze. So he sees his wife. Okay. But they don't speak. So what does he do for three years before he ends up speaking to her? He doesn't speak to her at all. He didn't. He, yeah, he doesn't speak to her at all. He dances. He dances for three years. He dances for three years. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's a huge romantic bit in the film where he, after not seeing her or speaking to her for three years, he comes and like woos her. Uh, so what what's the obstacle that's in the way? Um, he's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a wolverine in the film? I've got no idea. Who would be a wolverine? I no, wait. <laughs> Not like Hugh Jackman. I said wolverine. <laughs> Do you mean wolf? I meant werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh there's a little guy. 
who I saw talking to Steve Buscemi at the end, yeah, and yeah. Danny DeVito had his staff and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Danny DeVito might be a shepherd. And <laughs> he looked like he had really big sideburns mm. that were quite wolf-like. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember his name. He is also a short man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his name, though. He is. Uh, is it someone more famous than that? Uh, it's Danny DeVito, mate. Oh, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf, mate. Who was originally going to direct this film? Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Shit, really? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> and he was going to cast as the main part. You mentioned him earlier. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but he rejected it and Tim Burton got brought on. How tall was the giant in feet? Well, he was standing next to Danny DeVito. So that <laughs> kind of isn't a very good comparison. No. I would say he's probably about seven foot five. Oh, so the actor... Matthew McGrory yeah. um, was seven feet six inches, oh. but he's made to look twelve feet in the in the. Does he wear thing. stilts? No, he's he's like he is seven foot six inches, and they did it with camera trickery. Oh, okay. He was um he was the world's tallest actor and had the world's longest feet at, eight, at size twenty nine point five. Oh. Yeah. Twenty nine point five. Yeah, he passed away quite young in two thousand and five, I think, because he was because he was you know, so, so big, huge. Yeah. Um, like a like a Great Dane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, you'd have a big heart, wouldn't you? If you were yeah, really big. and he seems quite gentle and lovely as yeah, well. Yeah, giants are often like that. <laughs> gentle giants. Yeah. So how did I do? Well, Sean, there were there were seventeen questions there, or mm. or there were like seventeen questions and facts that you offered up anyway that yeah. I thought I'd give you points for. Yeah, you got five bonus points. Wicked. Because your poem was way better than Steve Buscemi's poem. So in total, you scored... 28. 28. Out of 85. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not bad. Yeah, I'm, completely... I'm happy with that. I'm I was relatively that. generous. Like, he spent three years working. You said he spent three years dancing. Mm-hmm. Some people work as dancers. You know, I gave you... Wow, that is generous. <laughs> I, mean, I, gave you, I gave you one point. Well, he was working at a circus, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Congratulations. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel wonderful. And I can't wait to do it again. Great. Let's move on. So now I've got a copy of the script here, Sean. Oh, brilliant. And I'm um, going to read from it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to do the other lines. Okay, Sean. Would you like to play the giant? Yes. Okay, good. Hello? My name is Edward Bloom. I want to talk to you. My name is Giant Face. What do you want? I'm not going anywhere until you show yourself. I can't. I'm scared of everyone. Okay, and then you come out of your cave. And then you ask me. What do you want, son? So you can eat me. Here, start with my hand. It'll be an appetizer. Oh, well, I'm very hungry. But... The thing is, you seem like a nice guy. I'd like to get to know you before I munch on your life. <laughs> okay, there you go. What do you th- what do you feel about the giant now? Uh, he's misunderstood. Yeah, he is. He's a nice guy. He just he gets hungry from time to time, and he needs to. Everyone's got to eat. Um. It's just a shame that he eats people. <laughs> Let me guess. Real pretty blonde hair, blue hat. Yes. 
I know her uncle, friends of the family. <gasps> what do you mean? Have you been cheating on me? Kid, don't waste your time. She's out of your league. She is, but she is a beautiful woman. Sure I do. Okay. You were hot shit back in Hickville, but here in the real world, you got squat. Hey, deal with squats better than Millie, squat. You don't have a plan. You don't have a job. You don't have anything but the clothes on your back. Yes, and that is enough, because otherwise I will be naked. I do know you, at least by reputation. Edward Bloom from Ashton. See, I'm actually engaged to a boy from Ashton. <gasps> Don Price. He was a few years older than you. I know Don. He's the one with the funny head. Stop it. It's not funny. That, it is very funny. That poor boy. It is a shame. It is a shame. But look, I walked 50,000 miles to get here for you. Daffodils? Yeah. I brought you daffodils from Phantom. You don't know Phantom. It's this place. It's funny. They eat shoes there. But, you know, don't worry about that. Just take the daffies. How did you get so many? Because I know this guy who is very tall, and he was able to pick from the tallest bush. You don't even know me. I know you better than you know yourself. Sandra! It's Don. Promise me you won't hurt him. I can't promise anything, sir. Bloom! Hey, Don, what up? What the hell are you doing? This is my girl. Mine. I understand that, but you have a funny facial features. He punches you. Ow! In the face. <laughs> Stop it! What's the matter, Bloom? Too scared to fight back? No, I just have issues with my face. I get very painful shirt. I can't speak because you punched me in the face. Ow! Stop it! Stop punching me in the face! <laughs> Smash cut. We're now in the car, counting the money. You're driving. No, I'm driving. Okay. 60, 80, 400 dollars. Not bad for just the drawers. Wait, you're Let's driving and counting the money at the same time? That's America. It's fine. There aren't any seatbelts. <laughs> Let's see what you got from the vault. Okay, so I got 500 Guinness and two pence. This is it? The whole vault? Yeah, they didn't have a lot. I should go to Wall Street. That's where all the money is. Yeah, we should go to Wall Street. But we should also go to have some ice cream, because I'm quite into ice cream now. I like pistachio, and I like uh, sorbets. Edward, thank you for the help. You're welcome. <laughs> so does Steve Buscemi then go to Wall Street? Yeah, I imagine he does. Does it go well? No. He caught an uncatchable fish. Yes, yes, he, he loved that fish. No. Let me tell you something, Willie. I remember a long, long time ago when you were but a mere idea. Your father said to me, Derek, he didn't know my name then. He said, Derek, he was very forgetful sometimes with names. He said, I'm going to have a baby. And I said, don't do it. Don't have a baby because you can look after a baby. Your best friend is a giant. You know a werewolf. You can't do it. But yet he was determined to have a baby with the woman of his dreams. And he did. He did it with some daffodils. And he did it with some punches in the face. But he had you. And God damn it, you might hate your dad right now. 
but he loves you so much and he gave you everything and he wanted to bring you into the world to show you that the world is magical. Now excuse me while I go and have some filling of fish with my friend Giant Face. <laughs> I think I prefer it. <laughs> that was that was that was a good rewrite, I think. Okay. It is time to move on, Sean. Okay. To filling in the blanks. Yes, my face. After all, a giant fish can't have an ordinary bone structure. Parrots, in their native home of the forest, they only speak one language. You're lucky to get four very, very sick parrots. In English. In English. But if you were to walk through the door, you'd hear them tweaking and twerking. The most elaborate sounds of the jungle. Those parrots talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Politics. Society. Fashion. Germans. Everything but <laughs> the war. It's rude to talk about the war. You never know who you're talking to. I don't usually remember unless they're especially remember it. You know what that word means? It means that there's something you remember. Means when you dream about something that's going to die. Like one night I had a dream where this man came and told me that I should go and do a fart. I was so scared I woke up my mom. They told me it was just a dream to go back to sleep. But then the next day my aunt farted. Terrible for her, but think about me. Young boy with that kind of dead lice in the bed. Wasn't three weeks later that that fart came back to me in a dream and said, I am the fart of your dreams. Well, I ran right back to my bed. My father said, no. Don't look at the fart in the eye. But I could see there was... There was a traction in my face. And true enough, the next morning, my... Mom. Was dead. <laughs> For the next couple of... Weeks. I didn't have another... Leg to stand on. Until one night, the... The fart. Came back and said, your daddy is going to... Hell. Well, I didn't know what to do. But finally, I stood on my one leg, and he said not to bend my leg. But I could tell he was very, very happy. The next day, he wasn't very happy anymore. Always looking at me, waiting for something to happen on his head. <laughs> because the crow didn't tell how it was that day. Just those words, your daddy is going to heaven. Well, he went into the store early and was gone by noon. And when he finally went home, he looked terrible, like he was about to die. He said to my mom, good morning. I just had the biggest day of my life. You think I could have had a bad day, she said. This morning, the newspaper dropped dead on the porch.
Um, thanks very much for listening, guys. Yeah. That was Big Fish. Really uh, interesting film. I'm going to go and watch it now. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, well, hear we'll, you. We'll hear you next oh, well, time. Well, we won't even hear them. No, we don't hear them. It'd be no. nice to hear them. <laughs> You'll hear us next time. Uh, see us next. Hear us next time. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.